0: hello america welcome to another episode of the emo podcast i'm your host ashley in today's episode we're going to talk about life okay so three things that i want to talk about um school i guess school again and then sort of where i'm at in life and a bunch of random shit i do apologize because i will get into tangents okay there's just no avoiding it um yeah so there's that Anyways, the end of the semester was, like, about a week ago. Which, by the way, did you know Bobby Shmurda should be out soon? It's been so long. I need to know when he's gonna get out, okay? Um. I don't know. I don't know. He pleaded guilty and was... Five years. Oh, no, he's going to be in there. Wait, no, that's 2016. What's 2016 plus? Yeah, he should be out soon. It doesn't say when. Okay, I love getting into tangents. Imagine that, though. Mm-mm. Oh, you know who else went to jail and then got famous, but got famous while they were in jail? G. Perico, my future husband just kidding um no i mean i don't know (laughs) that's sad okay moving on from that um it was a really hard semester for me but if i'm being completely honest with you every fucking semester has been hard for me because i just have so much on my mind it's really weird like if i'm not in school i can read books and books and like i can engage with all these topics and I'm all in it. As soon as I get to school, it all ends. I don't know. Something about being in a desk and having deadlines that fuck shit up for me, you know? So yeah, every fucking week though, this semester felt like, oh, if I can make it through this week. Uh, I Like, I made it. I did this, okay? And if it wasn't because of, like professor gave me an extension like I would not for one assignment you know I would not have done anything um I forced myself to do a presentation I was like I'm gonna go up there and I'm sure you can't give me more than less than half the points because that'd be real mean of you you know so I went up there right before going up there I was like now listen uh I'm not ready for this can I just go up there and then we can see where this goes? <laughs> they, they were like, yeah, you do that. And I am um, pretty sure none of my classmates knew what the fuck I was talking about. But the professor obviously knew because this is a topic that he came up with. Super blessed that you know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, like what? <laughs> hear this. My coworker was like, oh, yeah, I want to go to Peru, you know, for the big thing that they have over there. I'm like, what do you mean? What do they have over there? And then I was like, I really like, I don't know what you're saying right now. She's like, oh, Machu Picchu. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, for sure. That's there. I took a class about South America, prehistory of South America. And I couldn't think of Machu Picchu. I think that's a good thing because everybody focuses too much on that, the Inca Empire, and there's more to it, you know? So, yeah, um, I got to learn about really random things, and this is the sad thing. Like, in retrospect, I really liked what I learned, but now. When I was in, but when I was in it, it was like really hard for me. Um, yeah, there's that. Um, I didn't get to walk with my classmates because I was like, what's the point if I'm gonna be there until fall? And I don't even think they let you do that, like, you know, walk when you just need one class. They might, I don't know. Um, this happened to me before when I graduated from El Camino. I applied for graduate two different certificates to associates and I only got one of them so I could have walked but I didn't because nobody told me I could walk and it was fine because I walked the next year and that was okay that was that was okay for me um right talking about Dominguez Hills and school husband. I think that's all I have to say about that. Um, before, I think I've talked about this. I'm not too sure if I have, but let me just say it again in case I said it somewhere and I forgot. Um, I don't feel ashamed of being in school for six years. I don't feel ashamed that it has, I'm saying it twice, I don't feel ashamed that it has taken me this long to get a bachelor's degree because i I've been struggling with a lot of things. Like, for example, I don't have the income of two parents I can rely on. Like, I have me, myself, and I to rely on. And, you know, like, it's not just me. Like, You know what I mean? But but for me specifically, like, my expenses, that's all me. Um, And then I have, like, you know, my depressive episodes. And they get in the way, you know? Like... So, um, I feel pretty good. I mean, now for me, I thought the hardest part, I don't know, I'm lying to you. I'm lying to you. The part that I thought would be the hardest in college wasn't, like, I thought, I was taking this class called Theories of Behavior, and so you look at, like, really important people in anthropology and, like, sort of their contributions to anthropology like theoretically you know like you know what I mean right I'm not I'm not explaining myself um so I thought that would be the hardest and it wasn't it was actually the South America class that was the hardest and like what because I I didn't know like I thought I was taking the South America class for fun I was like yeah I'm in here because I'm trying to get a minor in indigenous peoples of the Americas because I chose to take a class called, I want to say American Indian or something, or, you know, something like that. Um, and then um, I realized later when, when they um, said that they were, they were, proposing a minor, I was like, hey, I have a lot of this, a lot of these classes. And so I was like, hmm, I could do this. And so in order to do that, I just had to take two more classes. I'm, um, so the prehistory of South America, and then I want to say it's called contemporary (laughs) Mesoamerica, but Mesoamerica in the present. Um, so just those two, uh, and I was, you know, I was like, I think that it's good that they're going to have this minor. And that, um, yeah, I've spent a lot of, like, years reading about um, the Americas. So, yeah, so much that I don't fucking know anything um, not about the Americas <laughs> Um, yeah, that's sad for me. Um, <laughs> so I was, I was, um, what else? I feel like there's something else that I took that made it so that I would want this. Don't remember. Anyway, yes. Um, I have one class left. Well, I have a couple classes left. I have four classes left. I only need one or two if I want to get the minor. So I'm trying to get that done. Um... Uh, I don't know what I'm saying anymore How has life been for me after school ended? I don't know if I answered that Because I be, you know, forgetting shit I feel okay For a little bit, I was like Oh no, this is my reality Just like Because the monotony of work is sometimes overwhelming Like on any given day I go to work and I go to the back and I grab clothes to put back on the sales floor. So if you are like in retail, go backs, right? Like that's what I do. Then I get downstairs and I check the fitting rooms and then I put that out. And then, um, you know, like I fold stuff and on a good day, I back up at the registers, get away from the sales floor. It's like... Once you've done that for three years, it's like, you know, it's just okay. It's not the best. Um, yeah. Let me um, talk about my study abroad class. So the class that I'm taking is like Mesoamerica in the present. And it's going to be in Guatemala. I don't know much about like what qualifies as an ethnographic field school but I'm assuming because it's not in Mexico it can be considered an ethnographic field school and so I'll be able to do um, I'll, it's cause to me right now cause I'm not there it feels weird to say I'm going to carry out some like research, you know. Um but that's something that the people where I'm going to go to are familiar with because this program has been around for 20 years. It's in 19th anniversary this year. And also, you know, like it's very legit. Like they have a director over there, you know, and a bunch of stuff like that. So it's like that. <laughs> And I get to stay with a family. And I don't know if they have children or not. Um, I prefer if they do because I just like noise and people. <laughs> it's weird. Like I don't like being in the noise. I like, just like it. You know? Right next to me. That's nice. Um, this is the first time that I'm leaving my house. Um, for what my friend talked about you can sort of be out there on your own and a lot of times you are and it's very much a tourist destination so you have that added to it um yeah I'm just I'm really looking forward to being over there and kind of getting out of my own shell because if I know that I don't have to do something over here in the U.S. Like, I don't do it. This is Like, even yesterday when my sister and I went to um, Tropicana, which I will talk about right now, um, I was like, can you order for me? And yeah, but if, like, I have a child with me and obviously, like, what do you want? Like, I'll order it for you. (laughs) But people over here, like, in my house, they know that I'm like that. They'll just... Help me with everyday life You know I don't know if that will happen over there Probably not Anyways um, We went to Tropicana Bakery and Cuban cafe Or whatever um, I've out of the Cuban Food places Right here I've tried one I think it's in Torrance or cardia I'm not too sure um, And then obviously Portos Um but my sister really liked um, Tropicana, so I thought I'd go check it out. And you guys, like, I'm never, ever happy. I need you guys to know this. Don't know why. I'm always so miserable. But yesterday, when I was eating my ropa vieja, the maduros, like my black beans, the white rice, the tostones, and my cortadito, I was happy. I was I was like WTF what is this am I finally did I finally get over depression no but this was nice um so there's that um I like it better than the two places I've gone before which is it's called Havana Vieja it's in Torrance um so I've tried that and then obviously Portos. I've never tried this place called Versalles or Ver- Vers. I can't pronounce that word. Anyways, but apparently there's a lot of Cuban food places in, um, you know, around the area. So yeah, I guess I have a goal of trying all the Cuban food places because that makes me happy. I exchanged some money did you guys know that you can have money mailed to you and it's all like brand new small bills and i'm like i don't know what i'm gonna do with all that i didn't want to exchange that much money because i was like oh like it's a tourist town i'm going to a bigger town like i should be good and i was like no what if i have to go by myself and what if i have to like pay all these atm fees it's like let me just exchange the majority of the money that I think I'm going to need now. Okay, another thing that happened was that I got my pres- get prescription renewed. I haven't gone to the eye doctor in like a year and a half, mainly cuz of work and school. Like I've never had time where I could be like, okay, I'm going right now. I mean, I could have now that I think about it, like today I got out of work at five and I went to, it's a place on Crenshaw right across Del Taco. I was like, hi, do you use the doctor here? Like, and they were like, yeah, she's right there. So my mom got her eye exam. I got my eye exam and they were like, I was like, oh, I like daily contacts. I need them like by today. They were like, oh, yeah, sorry, we ordered those because nobody really uses daily lenses. I'm like, but I use daily lenses because I'm afraid of, like, eye infections and shit, you know? So she's like, well, we have monthly lenses. And I was like, oh, lord, monthly lenses? You, you, I don't trust myself to keep those monthly lenses clean for a month. But then I got them because I was like, um... Nada. Mejor esto. And then she's like, Do you, do you, this is how they fuck with you. Like, do you think you need some, like, backup glasses? I'm like, oh fuck, I do, I do, I do need them. How soon can those be ready? They're like, 20 minutes. I was like, Don't, What the fuck? Really, 20 minutes? So I got new glasses, but I told the doctor, I was like, I have these headaches. I think my prescription doesn't work anymore. I feel so ashamed of myself. Because. <laughs> it's been a year and a half. And she's like. I think the problem is that. Your glasses are too heavy for you. And I was like. You know what. You might be on to something. Because. I have. Like. I can't. I can't tie my hair up. I can't do headbands. None of that. I get headaches. So, um, I got my new glasses and thus far, no headaches. So, it was the frames. Um, what else? Um, I think that's it. Oh! You know what happened? Because we like to talk about depressing shit on this um, podcast. I was watching, you know, Superstore. Whenever (laughs) Okay, I'm gonna start off by saying that I can't watch anything with drama or conflict in it because I'm just that weak, okay? um, The only TV show that doesn't cause that in me is that 70 show. And let me tell you which, par- like, which episode I have a problem with. The one where they steal a tree, like, they just cut it off from the highway. To me, that's wrong because I know that's illegal, like, you know... Um, I can't watch that one it creates too, too much like emotional turmoil within me because that's totally wrong right so that's what you need to know about me I can't watch anything with minor amount of conflict I just can't okay so here I am watching Superstore I've skipped a few episodes because Some of them are a little bit overwhelming for me And then so You know, minding my own business Amy's a manager I'm like hell yeah You know I'm so happy And then Ice is looking For Mateo And we've known he's undocumented For like since TV show started And I always thought it was cool That they just let it fly Like oh you, whatever You can just work here um, but, you know, so they're, like, trying to get him out. I'm going fucking cry right now. Because this is how emotionally devastating it was for me. Um, what's the name of, of, uh, that girl? Is it Sandra? I don't know. Anyways. The supervisor in Superstore, right? Um, she's trying to help, um, Mateo escape. No, Sandra is the girl we don't, nobody likes. Damn, girl. I am just watching this TV show and I can't even, you know. Which, by the way, I didn't like what they did with Sandra when she was starting to start a union. Oh, but it all, like, ties together. I like how I made no sense. Dina. Dina, you know, she's not like, like, she don't care about people. You know, she lives in her own world, according to her. Um, she was trying to help Mateo escape ice. But then there was too many. Like, they were surrounded. It was, like, 30 people from ice, you know. And so, Mateo, like, stops. And this is... I don't know. I He stops. And he's like, it's over, you guys. Like, it's done. And so, you can see, like, ice take him away. And you can, like, the whole employees get out of the store and they're outside and just looking at them and that fucked with me so hard because this is a tv show that I like like I love and it betrayed me like that and when this when when like they killed I never knew how to pronounce her name right but you know when in Orange is the New Black when they killed off one of the characters One of the guards killed one of the characters. A lot of people were talking about it being trauma porn. Because it's something that happens in real life. And it's like, why can't people of color have like a TV show where it's just fun? And you know, like fucked up shit isn't happening. So I kind of, that's how my first reaction to this is like... I honestly, like I could not fucking believe this happened. I was like something is like I couldn't believe it you know I'm still shooketh by it um right so I was like the fuck is this like we can't have anything good you have to fill it with your bullshit of like (laughs) fucked up shit happening to us and then I was like you know what it's necessary because this is real life like a lot of fucked up shit is happening um just the other day I saw a guy that was because um, they talk about like how many people were deported under Obama. and like first couple years, like shit was still high and then for a little bit it got lower, but all around it was a really high number. But now that like Donald Trump is president, like the numbers of people d- being deported have like skyrocketed on another level. Um and it's just to me it's wrong because I don't feel like I crossed the border. Um I think a lot of people feel like the border crossed us and like there was always migration um like for years my fucking great grandma like lived in the US, like you can't tell me that I don't belong here um because I do you know and if shit wasn't so hard like if you could um enter and exit like the country in an easier way there would be less people here like staying a lot of people are here because they know they can't come back so before could you could come here for seasonal work or you could come here for a little bit um a little bit longer but now you can't come here at all you know um so i like that um I've also been you know reading the stories of the children that have died in the custody of like I guess the U.S. government or like you know um customs or something like that don't fucking know this all sounds the same to me and it's like healthy kids that have made it like so fucking far that have taken a long ass journey and we know what that journey looks like to come to the U.S. and die in U.S. custody children okay children that to me another level of fucked up like I could never I think a lot of people Work for the government and are very complicit. And I don't understand why. Because if you have an ounce of humanity in you, like you wouldn't let this shit happen, you know? These children died because of the negligence and complicity of people, you know? People employed by the US government. And I think that's sad. Um, yes. I get hella deep when I'm talking about shit like this. Because it's something to be angry about. And by the way, if you guys didn't know, I'm Mexican. And let me tell you something else. Mexico is complicit in this too. Um where do you think children get stopped before like they make it to the US? Mexico. Um there's this um the irony of it all. Um, This, like, a movie, documentary, I don't know the name of it, but it was, it was made with uh, a Fulbright grant, where it depicts the journey of children migrating to the U.S., and they have scenes of when they're, like, stopped by the Mexican government, and, I don't know. It all bums me out. Um, yeah, if I figure out the name of it, I will tell you guys um, what else I've been struggling to oh yeah, I've been struggling to record podcasts but because I feel like people listen to my podcast now, which is not true because I totally know how many people have listened to it Um, so yeah, it kind of creates a dilemma in me where I'm like, I don't think I want to say that. Let's see. I think it's called Which Way Home? Yes, it's called Which Way Home. And the director is a woman, Rebecca Camisa. Um, I don't like this at all. Um, because is real life um yeah which by the way um yeah um i i don't even know what i'm saying anymore i've been watching la familia peluche i don't know if you guys are familiar with this tv show but this tv show is so weird i never knew how weird it was Until I started watching it as a real, real adult. Like, I'm going to be 25 next, next, next month. Um, I'm like, um, I really watched this and I really thought it was funny. It's really odd. (laughs) So if you guys watch it, let me know what you guys think. Because there's that. If you'd like to give me feedback on my podcast go ahead and do that um it's really hard to have a podcast with just you talking because you get into some weird weird tangents and then for a little bit it looks like you're really self-absorbed but really it's just you talking and you can only talk about yourself or other people from the perspective of you i'll give you an example i like giving examples so people know what i'm talking about okay I was watching the Chris listening but you can watch it, uh, the Chris Delia podcast. And then he talks about how he's been working out and he goes into this whole thing about they're gonna have a TV show focused on his like upper body because how like you know strong he is. And it's like, Really? I get to listen to this? Sometimes I think, I'm not too sure, he'll call himself daddy or the cult leader, and I'm like i'm just here for the jokes you know i'm not here for <laughs> like that itself is a joke but i just can't you know it's like that's it for today's episode come back in a couple days um hopefully i'll have something to talk about